Welcome to the Revival Center Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and thoughts from our church. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by today's message. Everybody, welcome back to the Revival Center podcast. We're so glad that you're here joining us again today. If this is your first time, welcome. We're so glad to have you here. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, share this podcast with a friend, and uh, leave us a rating if you don't mind. We would love to uh, grow our community, and that's the best way that we can do it. And by hitting that subscribe button, you keep up to date with every single thing that comes out, whether that is our revival talks, our sermons, or anything else that comes out on the podcast, by hitting that subscribe button, it will automatically download to wherever you are listening from. And so today's going to be a little bit different podcast. It's going to be a short one. I'm joined today by my lovely wife, Gio. If you've been listening to the podcast for um, any length of time, you've probably heard a podcast from Gio. So thank you for being on here. It's always a pleasure for me to be here. I love the podcast. I always say that because there are so many people that actually are terrified a little bit, but I'm not. I'm excited. Yeah, so we're just going to do a quick one here. Um, This is about what's going to be happening. So the the day that this actually goes live, we are going to be on a plane. We're going to be on a plane headed to Costa Rica. There's a group of 38 people from our church that are going to be headed to uh, San Jose, Costa Rica. And uh, we're going to be doing some missions in and around there and in some other cities. And so I just wanted to get Gio on today because she is the one who is the planner of the trip, all that good stuff. And um, just to kind of talk about what is going to be happening on this trip and uh, kind of that way you as the listeners know what's going on and that way you can be in prayer for us. And so um, tell us a little bit about uh, the trip. Um, Let's start with um, where we're going to be working, what we're going to be, where we're going to be at in Costa Rica. Yes. So we are going to be working or partnering with an amazing church um, called CBC Renaissance, and it's in Cartago. Uh, for those who don't know where Cartago is, it's basically a little bit of the mountainous valley. I don't know how to explain it, but it's not the city per se. It's not San Jose. It's not the capital. Um, it used to be the capital at one point, but fun fact, but now uh, it's not. And so we're going to go there and work with this amazing church. Um, so Renaissance has, I believe, two churches, and so we're going to be working with that, the one in Cartago. I think it has three. Does it not? Does it have the one on the with the indigenous there? I believe they already gave that one to local leaders. Okay, okay. So, but this is a uh, this is a church uh, that um, they kind of help guide in local communities, um, you know, and and kind of help like restore, I guess you could say, some some churches. And that's what happened to this church is that it was uh, kind of in a very difficult spot. I remember when we went there the last time because we, the two of us, have had the opportunity to serve with this church back in 2019. That before they really started this uh, process of really restoring this church and getting it back, that people thought it was abandoned. Like they would walk by and throw rocks and break the windows because they thought it was just an empty building. As well. Yeah, and so, um, so it's gone from there to now. It's a thriving church. Um, that is really is really going. So, um, what would you? What did this church do? Like, tell, tell us a little bit about the church in, in and of itself. 
So the church has grown a whole lot ever since we, uh, ever since I remember, because I've been there many a times with other mission mission groups or teams and with different pastors too. And so uh, the last pastor did a phenomenal job, which is Pastor Danny. And then now it's in charge of some lo- amazing local leaders. So they were raised in the church and now they're pastoring the church, which I find that to be the most effective and the most beautiful um way of doing ministry right to raise your own people to lead in the community or within the community and so um so they do have a lot of programs where they help kids they have this amazing program where they feed kids that have um, maybe no opportunity to eat before or after school and so they do that they also have a program for teen pregnant ladies and so um they i believe they have them over every maybe once a month or every two weeks Um, and talk about you know life and help them with resources and and maybe food I'm not very certain there but um, they do a lot of outreaches and so they also have been inviting uh, the families to come to church especially now now that um, not that COVID is behind us but things are changing and so we have been having to learn how to live with COVID and so now people are coming back to church Um, and so that's wonderful yeah and, and that's what, like you said, one of the big things that they do there is a child feeding program. And uh, how, do you know about how many how many kids? I know I know you probably don't have the exact number, but I'd say probably about like what? How many would you say a day, just if you had an estimate? Well, I don't really have a number per se, and I do think that that changes because in Costa Rica, public schools have two different schedules, and so you can either go in the morning or in the evenings to school evenings like afternoon evening so um that you have different kids coming every single day but i want to say that it's more than a hundred wow yeah and so they do this they just each and every week and so one of the things that i know that we'll be doing when we are there with this church is kind of helping uh partner with that that program right partnering with their feeding program i know i think we're we're helping to fund another day of it um you know and just trying to to minister with the kids and help and so uh, and kind of coinciding with that, um, we're going to be doing some other stuff with the kids. So why don't you tell them about that? Yes. So that community specifically has a lot of single women. Um, obviously, unfortunately, dysfunctional families and homes uh, that have, for example, the the woman is the one in charge of the household, and then she has more than two or three kids. Sometimes it's five or six. Um, some of them are from different parents, I mean, dads, etc. And so uh, we have a lot of children to work with. And so we usually, when we go there, we usually target, if you will, kids because we know that they're investing in the next generation. And we also want to focus on the women. Um, so we're doing a conference as well for women on Saturday. And uh, a couple of people from our church will be able to share their testimonies and preach. And I think that's going to be so wonderful for them to hear that, the messages that they have to share. Yeah, so we'll be doing a kids feeding program, VBS as well with the children, uh, working with them and then this women's conference. And um, another thing I think that's so important about um, doing mission trips is the partnering with the local church, right? Um, it wasn't that we said, hey, we want to come do this. Will your church allow us to? It was more so, hey, we want to work with your church. What do you need? What What can we do to invest in helping you? So I know there'll be some people who are helping uh, with a 
uh, I guess it would be a playground set, uh, some things like that, just kind of helping get that back to where it needs to be for the children. I know there's going to be some people helping with a garden that they have because of this feeding program. I mean, um, you know, if any of you have gone to the grocery store at all recently, you know, food isn't cheap. And so, um, you know, that's the same all around the world. And so they want to help with their feeding program in a way that they can, um, you know, be more sustainable and help with money. So they have a garden. And so we're going to have some people helping helping with their garden. And we're going to have uh, people helping with the church building itself, kind of doing some construction and things like that. So um, what are, are some things, like if, if somebody was wondering, okay, um, what are ways in which I can I can pray about this trip in particular? What would you say are some just just some more specific directions other than just you know generally speaking? Right. Um, so I believe that the most effective way to do missions, short term missions, is through like you said, local partnerships. And so I would like us to pray for the seeds that will be planted. We won't. We might not be able to see the growth, right? Because seeds need take time in order for them to grow, but it's the pastors from the local community, the ones that will see the growth. And so I want us to pray that we're able to sow seeds and to water maybe other seeds so that our pastors are the ones who can reap the harvest at some point. Like 2019, which you and I went back, uh, went to Costa Rica, we worked with them. And now three years later, we're able to go again. And so when we went just two or three weeks ago, it was so mind-blowing to see all how much they have advanced, the, the building, the construction. And just a little side note, they usually build things by selling food. So that's a huge cultural thing that where they just sell food and then they build the church um, or, or do the construction, whatever. And so I think one of the best ways we can pray for our team is for them to be able to sow seeds that will find good ground so that um, in the future we'll be able to see those seeds, um, you know, blooming and, and bearing fruit. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fantastic because, you know, with anything with short-term mission trips, um, you know, if you, you can do a lot of good things, but if you're not connecting the people that you minister to, to locals, um, you know, there's no one there to continue on the work. Um, so I think that's obviously a, a wonderful thing. And so um, maybe if some people said, okay, this is what you guys are doing on the trip. What is Costa Rica like? You know, what is what what is the country like? And I think, you, you know, that's a very broad question, obviously. But um, as a Costa Rican yourself, uh, how would you describe the country of Costa Rica? It's a small paradise. I'm just kidding. I'm biased, obviously. But um, it's a beautiful country that you can basically um, – drive around in one day um, if the streets would allow us to but like you can really go from coast to coast in like 24 hours and so you can go from mountains to the beach from like national forests and stuff like that to like I don't know like waterfalls the city and so there's a lot to see and because it's so small you can see a lot of things um, in a shorter on a shorter period of time and so um well, I'm a city girl, but there is so much beauty. Um, 5% of biodiversity in the world is actually in Costa Rica. So we have all kinds of animals and birds and, and um, flora. And so if you like nature or coffee, you got to come. <laughs> yes, yes. There will be plenty of coffee uh, that we'll be, uh, we will be drinking because they have their... Uh, 
their cafecito time in the afternoon always you can't you can't go a day without drinking a little bit of coffee and bread and yeah and a little bit of like sweet bread and things like that pastries and stuff so um you know costa rica is a beautiful country um there are you know like anywhere there are places where there is poverty um there are places where there is you know nice houses and things like that and so um it it it's just like a, a, a normal country, you know, that you would you can imagine. Now, everything looks different, right? Poverty looks a little different than it does maybe in the U.S. and things like that. But in the in the majority, what we're concerned about is just helping to partner with other believers. Um, in because thankfully, Costa Rica has the presence of very strong churches. Um, there are you know good churches there in Costa Rica, and so um, so we're just you know wanting to to go alongside them. So. Um, you know, this is a, a shorter podcast today, but I just wanted to let you guys know, keep you guys who are on our podcast kind of in the loop, kind of going alongside of us, because um, I've said this on uh, Wednesday nights before when we've been talking about this, is that, yes, it's very important for us to go, but it's just as equally important for those of us who aren't going to pray, um, because the Holy Spirit, when you're looking at changing lives, like truly life change happens because of God and because of the movement of the Holy Spirit. And so if the Holy Spirit doesn't move, if we're not doing what God wants us to do, then the mission trip is fruitless. And so it's just as important that we have people who are praying, praying for um, lost people to find the Lord, praying for partnerships, praying for so many things, because that's that's really um, what it's all about. So, any any final thoughts you kind of have about missions and going into this trip, and you know what you're looking forward to? Well, I'm just very excited because this is the first time I'm taking who, whom I consider my church family uh, to my country, and so it's like the best of best. And so I'm super excited to have that crossover, if you will. Um, but I'm also excited because I know that. This is not going to be my heart and my prayer is that this is not going to be the last trip to CBC uh, Renaissance. This is going to be the beginning of a long-term partnership for the kingdom of God. Um, and so I'm super excited to know that maybe in the next couple of years or five years, we will go back and see all the fruit that we will be planting this week. And so um, I believe the success of any short-term mission trip is to be able to plant seeds that our local pastors are the ones that are going to water and grow. In due time, they'll bloom or blossom. And so that's my heart. Yeah, yeah, I think that's awesome. And uh, we thank you guys in advance for your prayers. We thank you guys for this. And, you know, hey, if you're interested in missions, if you're interested in what we do here, please reach out. Um, we would love to talk to you, let you know. And, um, you know, if you're a part of the church and you're like, oh, man, I wish I would have done, gone on this one, We've got more coming up next year. We have so many opportunities. So make sure that you hop on board and, and join in with this um, with this trip, uh, with these trips that are going to be coming up. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's important because obviously there's a mandate to spread the gospel. Um, and when we talk about the kingdom of God, we don't just talk about the kingdom of God here in the U.S. We're talking about the kingdom of God all across the world, in Costa Rica, in Asia and Africa everywhere. And so, um, you know, it, this is what we're doing. This is why our church, our church believes this. Our church stands by it. And this is why we're, we're going. So, Gio, thank you so much for kind of giving us a little rundown of what's going to be happening and kind of guiding us in, in what this work is going to be. 
it's a pleasure to me and for me excuse me and so i'm excited thank you so much for listening yeah thank you guys so very much for listening hit that like button hit the subscribe make sure that you keep up to date with what's going on we thank you guys so very much for listening and we'll see you next time